Strange Animals Podcast. Welcome to Strange Animals Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Shaw. This week, let's learn about a fishy mystery, if not an actual mystery fish. Are there any fish with hair? Sometimes you'll see a mounted fish that has fur, usually decorating a restaurant. It may be the same type of restaurant that also has a stuffed jackalope, which we talked about in episode 113. Fur-bearing trout are jokes by taxidermists who usually attach rabbit fur to a stuffed fish. But some cultures have stories about fish with hair. This includes the Japanese story of big river fish with hair on their heads like people have. Although since these fish are supposed to come out of the water at night to fight and play, They're probably not actually fish. There's also an Icelandic legend about an inedible trout with fur that shows up in rivers where people are not being nice enough. So could these stories be based on a real animal? Are there any fish that grow fur or hair? Mammals are the only living animals that grow actual hair from specialized cells, but lots of animals have hair-like coverings. Baby birds have downy, fuzzy feathers that look like hair, and many insects have hair-like structures called seti, made of chitin, that make them look furry. Some fish grow hair-like filaments that help camouflage them among water plants and coral. We've talked about the frogfish and its relatives, the anglerfish, many times before, because they're such weird-looking fish, many of them deep-sea species that are seldom seen. The hairy frogfish isn't a deep-sea species, though. It lives in warm, shallow waters, especially around coral reefs, and grows to about 8 inches long, or 20 centimeters. The hair-like filaments that cover its body help it blend in among seaweed and anemones. It's usually brownish-orange or yellowish, but it can actually change its color and pattern to help it blend in with its surroundings. This color change doesn't happen fast, though. It takes a few weeks. Like other frogfish, it has a modified dorsal spine called an elysium, with what's called an esca at the end. In deep-sea species of anglerfish, the esca contains bioluminescent bacteria, but in the hairy frogfish, it just looks like a worm. The fish sits immobile except for the elysium, which it twitches around. When a fish or other animal comes to catch what looks like a worm swimming around in the water, the frogfish goes yomp and gulps the animal down. Like other frogfish species, the hairy frogfish has large, strong pectoral and pelvic fins that it uses to walk across the sea floor instead of swimming. Although it can swim. It just doesn't always want to. Another fish that looks like it has hair is called the hairy fish. The hairy fish barely grows more than 2 inches long, or 5.5 centimeters. It eats copepods and other tiny crustaceans that live near the ocean's surface, and it's covered with small hair-like filaments. Its close relations are equally small fish called tape tails, because its tail fin has a narrow extension, at least as long as the rest of its body, called a streamer. The tape tail was described in 1956. But scientists were confused because no one had ever found an adult tape tail, just young ones. It wasn't until 2003 that a team of Japanese scientists discovered that the DNA of tape tails 
matched the DNA of a deep sea fish called the flabby whalefish. There are lots of whalefish species, but the largest only grows about 16 inches long, or 40 centimeters. It looks very different from its larval form, with loose skin without scales or hair-like filaments or the tail streamer. But even after researchers figured out that the tape tail and hairy fish are larvae of whalefish, there was still another mystery. All the whalefish ever found were females. Where were the males? Finally, they identified yet another deep-sea fish called a big-nose fish as the male of the species. The big-nose fish has a huge liver, but its mouth doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't have a throat or a stomach. It gets its name from a bulge on its snout that gives it a keen sense of smell. It turns out that after a larval whale fish develops into an adult, the male doesn't need to eat. It lives off the fat and nutrients stored in its huge liver and uses its sense of smell to find a female in the depths of the ocean. The female remains a carnivore, eating any small animals it can catch, and it often migrates at night from the deep sea to nearer the surface, then returns to the depths during the day. So far, we don't know which species of whalefish the hairy fish develops into as an adult. But the hairy frogfish and the hairy fish are both rarely seen marine fish. Are there hairy-looking freshwater fish that might have inspired the legends of furry fish? There is a disease called cotton mold that infects fish and makes them look like they have white or grayish spots of fur. Saprolegnia is the name of the mold, which lives in water and can infect fish in the wild and in aquariums. It mostly prefers cold, fresh water, and usually infects fish that are already injured. It spreads across the fish's skin and makes it look fuzzy, and eventually it kills the fish. Although it is treatable if you have an aquarium with fish that have it. Salmon and trout are common targets of this mold, which may be the source of the Icelandic story. As for the Japanese story about the hairy fish creatures that come out of the river at night, zoologist Carl Schuker suggests the legend may be based on sightings of the northern fur seal. While seals are mammals, not fish, they do look superficially like fish. And while seals also usually live in the ocean, they occasionally stray into rivers. So that seems to cover the hairy fish mystery. But next time you go on a fishing trip or just hang out in a boat, keep an eye out for fish with fur, just in case. You can find Strange Animals Podcast online at strangeanimalspodcast.blueberry.net. That's blueberry without any E's. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, email us at strangeanimalspodcast at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash strangeanimalspodcast if you'd like to support us and get twice-monthly bonus episodes for as little as $1 a month. Also, if you'd like to leave us a rating and review on the Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to the podcast, that would be helpful too. Thanks for listening. <coughs> that make them look furry. You're not fooling me, insects. You only look cute from a distance. You get up close and then you see all the legs and mouth parts. I bet if insects were intelligent, they would be grossed out by mammals.
Can you imagine? We're like squishy. 